Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. Hello, beautiful people. What's up? Welcome back to another podcast episode. I am feeling absolutely fantastic. The new year is around the corner, which I don't know about you guys. I know some people say it's overdone, but I'm always so freaking excited about a new year approaching. I just find there's something magical in the air. There's an opportunity for like new goals, aspirations, and visions. And I am just feeling all the vibes. And quite frankly, after the year we've had, I am ready to kiss 2020's butt goodbye (laughs) and move on to even bigger and better uh, beginnings and new things. Now, I am a journal junkie which you guys know, hashtag stationary nerd over here. I know I've got some stationary lovers that listen to the podcast as well because you guys have uh, sent me some DMs through Instagram or tagged me on some of your new journals and beautiful markers and pens, which I absolutely uh, love. Love that there's more of us out there. And I'm just taking this time and wanted to share with all of you that I like to take the time to reflect when we approach this time of year. And I know a lot of people are getting caught up in creating vision boards from themselves and new goals and all sorts of things, which I also think is magical and worthwhile. And I do the same thing. But before I ever approach anything like that, I actually like to take some time and reflect on the year past and ask myself what worked, what didn't, what am I celebrating? And I like to be mindful of where my successes were, but also where I could have improved and also more importantly, what I need to let go of. Because, you know, lots of things can happen over a year. And like I said, 2020 was a whirlwind for a lot of us. And while there are definitely things that I love to celebrate, like the women that I've helped this year, starting my podcast, like this has been such a wonderful ride. And I'm so glad that so many of you are enjoying this. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and sharing it. Uh, And there's some of you that have written a review for me on iTunes. So thank you so much. Like all that stuff means so much to me. And I've loved having conversations with you guys. Like it's been wonderful. And uh, yeah, I just, I feel very blessed in my business overall. So there's been a lot of beautiful things, both uh, professionally and personally that I've loved this year. But there's also things that I have learned this year and things that I want to let go of energy wise so that I'm not bringing a stale vibe into the new year. And they've shown lots of studies of when we energetically let go of things that don't serve us or that have brought us pain or that brought us uh, like any kind of stress that we elevate both in health and in energy. So I really like to make sure that I get reflective this time of year and take some time for myself so that I can truly step into the new year with new energy, a new vigor, and not having anything that was from my past that's holding me back, right? And we've talked about this on the podcast before. And uh, of course, just to be clear, you can do this at any time. It does not have to be new year, but I truly believe there's something kind of magical about this time of year that brings fresh energy. And I, for one, am just 
here for it. <laughs> so what I'd like you to do is grab a piece of paper and a pen because I'm going to give you some journaling prompts that I actually think are powerful to consider as we approach our new year. And of course, if you are driving, come back to this at a later time or to these questions. Um, but let's dive into some of the ones that I personally use myself when I am journaling and thinking about the new year ahead and just reflecting on what's happened in past. Now, the first question that I like to think of is what was I proud of this year? What was I proud of? What did I, what do I want to celebrate this year? Cause there's a lot, you know, there's staying connected with family and friends, despite all the craziness that was happening. You know, I got to go to New York city for the very first time earlier in this year, uh, with my best friend before like all this pandemic craziness started and we had the best freaking time ever. We had the best time. I started my podcast. Like I said, that's something that I'm celebrating. I got to help so many more women through so many of my courses and they said how much they helped them. I'm always celebrating anytime you guys have victories through the courses. I just think it's so, so powerful. I love showing up for you that, that way. And I love that you've changed your life as a result too, right? Um, I love that my husband and I got to, you know, uh, redecorate our backyard and have like a little space for ourselves, especially cause we weren't going anywhere. <laughs> like all of these things we were proud of. We got our beautiful puppy, Charlie. Like I'm celebrating that as well. I think it's really great to celebrate and remind ourselves of the things that we've accomplished that we want to celebrate, that we want to feel proud of because it puts us in this really grateful energy. And I think gratitude is such a potent energy to sort of marinate in and savor because it puts you in this high vibrational love state that I think is really, really important. So again, what was I proud of this year? What can I celebrate? Now, another thing that's important to go over, go over, sorry, is what was I disappointed with? Now, some people might think, what do you, wait, hold on a second. I, I don't want to journal about what I was disappointed in. That's going to make me feel terrible, <laughs> right? But I think it's important because that can actually highlight areas of growth for us. So for me, for example, one thing I've caught myself in with numerous times, and it drives myself crazy that I do this, is I am forever attached to my phone. I hate that I am so attached to my phone. It drives me bananas that I seem to be addicted to this thing. And even when watching a movie, I have the sudden urge to want to pick it up. It's crazy. And if you guys haven't watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, highly recommend but I'm really disappointed with myself that I'm not uh, more focused on being detached from it and more present on a regular basis. Now, this has been an ongoing thing I have really tried to grow with this year and I have gotten better and have set up boundaries, but I'm like shocked at how much of an effort it takes. <laughs> if any of you struggle with this, you'll have to hit me up on Instagram or share and uh, let me know if you struggle with this as well. But it's been something that I like blows my mind that I just have to constantly reiterate to myself, like don't pick up your damn phone. Put the phone down, step away from the phone. It's like, I think that, you know, even though I checked my phone 10 minutes ago, suddenly it's going to have blown up and everyone in the world needs to contact me. Like what? No. <laughs> so anyway, that's an example of a disappointment with and something that I know I need to constantly come back to and grow with. And I am proud of myself that actually throughout this year, I have gotten so much better, so much better. And I love getting that notification on my iPhone showing that my phone time has decreased all the time. I absolutely love that, but I know there's room for improvement. So that's an example in case that's helpful for you guys. 
Now, another question that you can journal on is what do I want more of in my life? So again, is it more downtime? Is it more uh, growth in your business? Do you want to reach more people? Do you have a new project you want to tackle? Is there a new hobby you want to take on? Is there more of a certain person you want in your life? Like what do you want to call more of in your life? Because this can help prep you and prime you for the new year when you're thinking about your goals and aspirations and what you desire for yourself. And then once you have that in mind, the next question you can journal on is what will help move me into my next phase powerfully? What will help me move into my next phase powerfully? So perhaps that's taking a course, right? Like maybe you want to work on your style. Maybe it's something, a skill you need to learn, sorry, in your business. Um, maybe it's a coach. Like when I had hired my very first, uh, coach, it was the biggest game changer in my life. And yes, the investment is scary, but it changed my life forever right? So are there tools that you can resource for yourself that will help you move into your next phase more powerfully? Is it a matter of boundaries that you need to set up? Is it, uh, I don't know, maybe being more focused, right? What will help you move into your next phase more powerfully? Is it maybe that you want to be a more mindful shopper? Do you want to stop watching all the poly, the influencers that are getting you to buy all the things and get more focused on what you actually need and want in your closet? It can be a matter, it can be all sorts of different things, right? So that's a really, really great question to marinate on. Now, the next one that I'm going to bring back to style, because obviously, I mean, did you guys really think you're going to get through a podcast without style? (laughs) But one of the questions I think is powerful to journal on is what did I love wearing this year and how did it make me feel? What did I love wearing this year and how did it make me feel? I think often we take advantage, or sorry, take for granted, my apologies, how our clothing makes us feel, how it shifts our energy, how it allows us to show up during the day. And I think often when you go back through your closet and really look at the things that you were actually wearing and the things that sat there and collected dust, it's good to get reflective as to why and how you felt in the pieces that you were wearing constantly. Did it serve you or did it not? Did you feel lit up wearing it or didn't you? And then do the same question, but this time flip it a little bit and ask yourself, what made you feel less than? So what did you avoid wearing? How does that piece make you feel? Now, I think the obvious um, gap between the two is one's going to make you feel really great and the other doesn't. So I think it's important when you recognize this to potentially purge the items that make you feel less than or that don't serve you. And I say this because when we go through our closets, I think cleansing is really powerful because it's an energetic clearing out of what we're leaving behind. Truly. This is why every time a woman goes through an up level or even on a show, if someone goes through like a mass breakup, right? There's a transition in someone's life or maybe they're starting a new career or something like that. There's a makeover that happens, right? There's a makeover that happens. They shed the old self and they're embracing the new one that's come to light, right? And that's because style helps enhance who we are. It helps us capture what we desire for ourselves. It helps embody the energy, the badass, the the woman that we are transforming into. So it would make sense that if you've got stuff hanging in there, That's like an old shell of yourself, right? Because maybe you've gone through a lot of growth this year. Maybe you've changed. Maybe you're embodying new things. Why on earth would you hold on to the stuff that doesn't quite feel like you? Or maybe doesn't sit right. Or just maybe you put on and you look in your mirror and you're like, eh, this isn't really me. 
get rid of it. And I think you, you know, you guys always hear about the spring and fall closet cleanouts, but I really think that this one's more of an energetic clear out, right? We always do like the journaling, like we've talked about today and, you know, we got our goals and the vision boards and all that kind of stuff. And all of that's wonderful, but I think a physical clear out, you could do this in your home too, but a physical clear out, especially in your style and your clothing, in your closets is a fabulous way to energetically bring in what you desire for future, right? Law of attraction through style. If you start dressing and embodying the woman you are becoming, I, t- I promise you things will happen faster, honestly, because your brain looks at yourself as evidence and it's like, damn, look, she's already dressed as our future woman. Look, it's already happening. And then you start moving in action, embodying that next level energy and that next level woman already. It's amazing. I've seen it happen thousands of times with clients. It's so good. I've even done it with myself. It's the most liberating thing ever. So clear out the stuff that doesn't serve you. Now on that note, the next and final question is what energy do I want to embody in my style and life for the new year? Now this will help further help you hone in on what you might want to clear out of your closet, but I think it also gives you new information on what you desire for yourself. If you want to feel like a badass boss, let's say for the new year, but the closet's looking kind of frumpy and sloppy, right? That could give you new information on what you might want to embody or what you might look for on your next shopping excursion, if you will. And it also gives you more information on what you might want to put on your vision board, what kind of vibe you're trying to capture and what you might need to embody, who you need to become in order to bring this into fruition, right? Because energy is everything, both in life and in style, really, truly. So I think that that could be a really, really powerful question to ask yourself. And remember that no matter where you are in your journey, no matter what roadblocks you've encountered this year or years prior, or where you're at in your style, remember that you get to refresh at any time. So it's not about it being the new year. Remember that you always, always, always get to decide your vibe. And you always have the opportunity to recalibrate to your desires as often as necessary or as often as you like. And of course, if you guys need help with this, my Rise Through Style Society is available where you have monthly trainings with me, monthly Q and A's. There's three programs already in there to watch and absorb anytime you want to up-level your style and you have access to any and all of my past trainings that I've already done in the society, as well as all of those workbooks. Plus you get a community of high vibe women that are just obsessed with one another. It's so good. It's all the feels. And if you are not a Facebook person, don't worry. You can still engage with them in the membership portal on the back end. It is just all the vibe. I love it so, so much. So I am wishing you all of the love, success, happiness, and abundance for 2021. And I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.